the British Empire, shown as the British Empire was at the, I suppose, the turn of the 19th, 20th centuries, drawn in such a way that some parts of the empire, Australia, Canada notably, look very, very large, very impressive. This was on classroom walls in the, certainly in the 1950s, because I can remember one, and it was all picked out in red and it looked very, very impressive. But Mercator was actually working some 400 years before that. Mercator is a 16th century, or was a 16th century, Flemish mapmaker and cartographer. And among his great interests was to find a way of projecting the, the globe, the spherical Earth, onto a flat surface in a way which would assist navigators, in a way which would enable them to have a map which would show constant directions he wasn't actually concerned to show accurately the size of the British Empire. There wasn't any such thing 400 years before. And uh, it's the business of how we pick up something made for one purpose, in this case Mercator's projection to show direction, and to turn it into something else. So if we're a little bit um, concerned about the way in which generations have grown up with ideas about the size of the British Empire... We should really be questioning the person who chose that projection for that particular purpose. Let's talk a little bit more about this size distortion uh, mm. issue. What part of the maps, if you like, are bigger on the map than they are in reality? And what bits of the world have got shrunk on the map? Right. If you think about latitude, which is the parallel lines which run around east to west around the globe, okay. they can stay parallel because they are stacked, if you like. Although they get smaller on an actual globe, they can be translated onto the page. But the meridians, the ones which run pole to pole, north to south, they bunch at the top. They bunch at the poles. If you're going to spread those out on a flat page, then they become, if you like, further apart. And what Mercator had to do was to compensate for that in order to keep his directions true. And this meant that the lines of latitude, the parallel lines, got stretched mm -hmm. as he went towards the top and the bottom, the north and the south edges of the map. So as you go further north from the equator or south from the equator, then your areas are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So around the equator is relatively, let's say that's relatively, in inverted commas, the right size. And as you move away from that, places are getting bigger. Now, of course, there are more bits to the north of the northern hemisphere than there are bits to the south in the southern hemisphere. And the tradition of navigation and the emphasis on a mercantile society tends to put north to the top of the page in the northern hemisphere. Our navigators navigated using the pole star, Polaris, the north star. This goes to the top of the page, but it's merely a, a convention. So the British Isles, so-called, do quite well out of it. If size were any real meaning in, in terms of uh, modern power, Greenland ought to be much more powerful <laughs> than it is. But, I like um, it that uh, the British Isles <laughs> seems to be about the same size as India on this uh, Seems to me a particularly good one. The other interesting thing about this for me is that here we have the British Isles at the centre of the map. Why is it on this projection and in fact on most maps of the world, how come Britain, this tiny little post-industrial island, is at the middle of everything? Why isn't it? Why isn't America at the middle? 
Well, if you're in America, I think probably America is in the middle because uh, while latitude is fixed, if you like, by nature, latitude has got to be along the middle because that's the equator. Longitude can be fixed anywhere. It's a convention. So if I'm making the map, I shall put me in the middle. If you're making the map, you may put you in the middle. And if we're in slightly different places, then that's what goes. But I think it's an, it, it's an issue of power, isn't it? It's an issue of where you are. But a lot of maps, stamps sometimes show maps in that way. And if you look at stamps from other postal areas, you might find that the middle of the map is different to the ones that we're used to looking at. And you might find us right out on the edge. And it's a bit of a shock. One of the other kind of aesthetic qualities of this map that is such a pleasure is the sense of a spider web, because not only do we have, you know, the British Empire picked out in red, but we also have this kind of fabulous spider web of steamship routes. I presume they are snaking out from Britain across the oceans, wrapping their way around the continent. And you have this kind of real sense, you know, not just in terms of spatial distortion, but in the in the convergence of trade routes and communication routes of this, this singular moment when Britain really was the centre of the world. Yes, well, it's a depiction of globalisation at that period, isn't it, really? And uh, the other thing about putting Britain in the middle is that uh, how else would we go west, young man? From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.